Welcome to Auntie B's Advice. Everything you need to know on sex, love, and life. I'm your Auntie B, and today we are doing some confessions of the girl next door. Stay tuned. Warning, this podcast deals with adult themes and topics is not suitable for young listeners. Please use discretion when listening. Thanks. Enjoy the show. All right, everyone. So confessions of the girl next door. And who might that girl be? Yours truly, of course. So obviously, if you've listened to a few episodes, you know that I am in what we call the lifestyle or in other terms, a swinger. I got into this about four years ago and actually told my now husband on our very first date everything that I felt about monogamy and relationships and the inner workings of just men and women in general. I think I overwhelmed the fuck out of this poor man and I will give him credit. He stuck around. He stuck through it. And the last four years has been pretty freaking epic. So I was talking to a friend last night, and after recording my uh, rather drunken account of anal sex, uh, they mentioned to me that I really should record some of my swinger stories. And I thought, you know what? Why not? We're talking about all sorts of stuff on this podcast, so why not have a few of my stories? I do happen to write a blog, which I will post the link at the end of this podcast, but What that is, is my written stories. So usually if I have a really, really great night with someone or we've had a really cool experience, I am able to then just go home, get on the computer and jot it all down because it's just swimming in this brain of mine and I can then relive it over and over again when I read it. So I've been thinking about how do I want to start my first confession story? Where do I want to go? Because there's so many good ones. And I thought, I will go ahead and start with my first night at the Swingers Club. So there is a little known club in the Galesburg area that is basically for swingers. It is really, really neat. It's set up with like a bar area downstairs and then there are rooms where people can play privately or upstairs there is a swing set in the middle of the room with benches for people to watch and then more private rooms favorite room, however, in the entire place, is what I call the BDSM room. It really is just a room with some chains on the ceiling, and there's kind of a bench that you can bend over on, and but it's just something about that particular room. I think it has to do with the fact that I am what you would call a switch. I like to be very dominant, and I also really love to submit. I enjoy both sides of it. Now, for me, BDSM is not about degradation, and it's not about uh, hurting somebody or calling them horrible names or trying to make them feel small. Uh, You know, again, if you've listened to some of my podcasts, you'll know that is definitely a trigger for me. I felt small most of my life. I I don't ever want to go back there. For me, BDSM is more about the give and take of control when it comes to pleasure. So I have what I affectionately call my bag of sin, and it's got a crap ton of toys in there. And I had these custom floggers made that uh, a 
good girlfriend of mine did for me. And so I pack everything up and we go to the club. Well, our very first night there, I hadn't quite developed my, I don't know if persona is the right word, but I hadn't quite grown into my confidence there, I should say. So I didn't yet have my pretty little bag of sin with me. It was just myself and my husband. And on this particular night, it was what they called the leather and lace party. So leather and lace meant that I had on thigh-high boots and leather booty shorts and a corset that had, of course, lace on it. I put my choker chain on. I put my hair in this really severe bun, bright red lipstick. And let me tell you guys, I am not somebody who looks in the mirror and goes, you're a sexy bitch. That night, I felt like a sexy bitch. Now, mind you, I did have very conservative clothes on when we went in, and then about three fireball shots later, I changed into my outfit. Well, my husband, being the wonderful man that he is and accommodating to me, also wore with the theme, and he had on this leather kilt, and he was the kindest soul you could possibly ever imagine and let me put a collar on his neck. Now, before anybody goes, oh my God, understand he is not actually submissive in everyday life. That fucker has pushed me up against more walls than I can count. It was just for my comfort level, I kind of needed a way to get into the evening without feeling the pressure of having to be touched or have others touch me. And so, we, he wore this collar for me and I started to feel braver and braver and more and more confident. It was amazing. I felt like, you know, my everyday life, I am actually a pretty passive, uh, woman. I'm not very, I'm vocal, but I'm not very vocal sometimes in the things that matter. I, I tend to fold very easy. And again, that has to do with a lot of my, formative years and ways that I learned how to in, inhabit the environments that I was in. But in that night, I wasn't meek and I wasn't shy and I wasn't mousy. I was this brave, bold, beautiful goddess of a woman in leather booty shorts and a gold choker chain leading my very buff, very strong very intimidating husband around by a dog collar and it felt fucking fantastic oh my god it was just the feeling was just amazing and then we met this girl and she happened to be wearing a dog collar too so in my uh, let's say looser state of mind here's this woman that I've never met before but her collar matches my husband's I'm like hey this is freaking cool they're a set. I grabbed them by their collars and by their leashes. I took them to a room and I said, I have new pets and I want to watch them play. I then took my boot, put it on his back while he's cock deep inside this woman that we've just met and watched him fuck her. One of the most erotic nights of my life. I realized in that moment though, that even if in my every day, I was not the woman who was going to 
always be able to stand up for herself or always be able to be brave or be bold. If you put leather booty shirts on me and some thigh-high boots and a crop in my hand, I'm a badass bitch. (laughs) So there is confession number one. Keep an eye out for these recordings. I actually, I've got a ton of them written, but I actually think it's kind of fun to tell them too. So I think I'm going to keep adding these to the podcast and just having some fun with this. If there is ever any stories or information that you want to know, you can get a hold of me at auntiebeesadvice at gmail.com. Take a look at the podcast above for how it's spelled. It's auntiebeesadvice at gmail.com. Send me your questions. Send me your feedback. I would love to know what you think of this podcast. Would love to know what topics or information you want to hear more about. I really appreciate listening. And again, my apologies my apologies for the long hiatus. I'm hoping to record a couple of episodes a day over the next few weeks and just beef this back up and get you back out and listening and hopefully stimulate stimulating your mind and well, your nether regions would be kind of nice too. So anyway, we will talk again soon. As always, what you do in the sheets has nothing to do with who you are in the streets. Stay sexy, friends. Bye.